I make a bet right now that every man in this room that has a child has done what I'm about to say at least one time. At least one time. Long day at work, you're in your car, you're driving home. You pull in your driveway. When you pull in your driveway, that baby with all that energy runs to the window, opens up the blinds. Oh, yeah! Daddy home. It's time to play. You see the baby in the blinds, the baby see you. You and the baby are looking at each other. You locked eyes with the goddamn baby. You staring at the baby, the baby staring at you. And you back out the driveway. <laughs> you back out the goddamn driveway. Fuck that baby today. I'd rather go back to work and throw boxes at the goddamn wall and deal with that baby today. Where you going, daddy? Fuck you, baby. <laughs> Fuck you, baby. <laughs> This is the English Podcast Network. Father's Day is the worst holiday in the world. Father's Day. everybody yeah man thanks for tuning in this is your favorite it's power ranger holiday. it's your boy it's always your boy it's holly and i'm back that's right i'm back 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 with my two favorite teletubbies my co-stars go ahead and introduce yourselves so uh first off you're a power ranger pink ranger but it's me the dep you can find me on twitter instagram at dep underscore sense ladies it's that but if you want to know, you can call me D. I'm going to turn it over to the last one. Where you at? Yeah, what's up, man? It's cool, man. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Power Rangers, as long as I'm not the the, the black one, I would have went with him. His hairline was crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and he had the fucked up hair. That's true. Crazy. But, but the Blue Ranger was gay. All right. So I go. Blue. Yo, man. Uh, social media, cool university. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yo, I'm just happy to be here with my peeps, man. What up, though, fellas? Yeah, baby. You know what it is. You're listening to Nobody Cares About Father's Day. This is the podcast declaring that Father's Day is the least recognized holiday in America. But fatherhood itself is the most important aspect in the family structure. Mm-hmm. You know Amen. what I mean? Mm-hmm. On this episode, Amen. we're going to be discussing title fatherhood. The father we are versus the father we wanted to be. Okay. So come and have this conversation with us. Have a few laughs, scream at your podcast machine, do whatever you got to do, whether you agree with us or, agree, or, do, or disagree with us. Just share your opinion. We'll hear you out. We can't hear you on this. Yeah, I don't really care what you're saying, but that's, yeah. that's fine. So what the fuck is our podcast machine? Uh, it's wherever you listen to your, whatever you listen to your podcast on. Okay. I was just wondering, is it like uh, apparatus that's large <laughs> that use our voice? Stop talking about my penis, Deb. Um, well, you know, so how are you guys anyway? What's going on with y'all? What's what's up? Deb? So, I'll take it first. Um, so I'm pretty good for the most part. I say that like that because it's really up and down. Some days are good, some days are bad. But my little one started school this week. My boys started Monday. Uh, my daughter starts tomorrow. Wow. Speaking of that, I have to be up and dressed and in a lift to be there to um zero off wow but um i've been good bros how y'all been um i'm good man i'm happy to be here as well um 
Nothing, man. Nothing. This is a, a highlight of my week, man. You know, I've been working with my guys, the cigars and whiskey guys, um, you know, earlier, getting them straight. They, you know, their episode launches early in the week. So um, the first part of the week is um, kind of helping them. The middle part of the week is, uh, no, actually, they're the middle part of the week, right? The That and radio and then, you know, coming back around to work with you guys. So, you know, yeah, I'm just happy to be here, man. We got a, a relatively early start. This yeah. fucking guy with the yawns, you know, put you to bed on, get to bed on time. You hear me? I'm going to put mean, you to bed with the kids. I'm old. What can I say? I'm old. <laughs> Listen, man, oh. if you old, that makes me old plus a couple months. And yep. I'm not ready. To, yep. I'm not, I'm not ready to, to uh, adopt that yet. As long as y'all niggas just realize it, that <laughs> I'm the youngest, we'll deal with it after the fact. Of the calendar I, year, okay? That's, uh, I mean, we're, we're still here. Well, me and you are close. This guy right here is the grandpa. Yeah, I'm a little over. I'm a little. I'm about a year older than you. I'm a little over a year older than you, right? No, yeah. no. Yeah, he would you be. Are, he would be a year. A year and two months. No, he's ten. No, months no, 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 no. Than that's me. true. That's true. Yeah, no, no, no. Because we'll be the same age for a little while, right? Oh, okay. For that, so I'm only a few months older than you. Ten. I just told you. Ten months? No, but Ten he didn't months. even get to me yet. He didn't even get my age yet. You're already a year. No, me and you, me and you are the same age. We're the same age right now. Right now. Yeah. Okay, so he has to he has to get to us to get to me, but then you go right in front. Of, all right. Well, I don't oh. know. Listen, that's above my knowledge grade. You, whatever you say. So Ten months. I'm with everybody. I'm with you. Yeah. Paul's birthday is July. My Bert. birthday is December. Holly's of nineteen eighty. Of but you got it. Okay. Of me and you are of the year nineteen eighty six. Right. Correct. He is of the year nineteen eighty five. Right. So yeah. he would have to be more than ten months because wouldn't it be? Hell yeah! It's a it's about a year in months and some months. Because it's put it this way, 14. I was born. I was born yeah, in 14 months. It's like 14 months. Yeah, I was born in 85. Then I turned one before you were born. Before you even got here. Yeah. Came out the nuts. He yeah. was already one. Right. You, you to... done? <laughs> so the moral of, uh, the moral of the story is Holly's you'll be 41st. Holly's yeah. super old. 41st. Yeah. Yeah. Well. How are you, man? As so far what you? as my How week, doing? I was... Down and out for a whole for a whole week. I'm man. actually a little nervous sitting here right now, to be honest with you. Yo, check your papers. I got the hiv again. <laughs> the big monster. First off, <laughs> only one nigga beat the hiv, and that's mad. <laughs> <laughs> My nigga Irvin. Well, I'm I sub I sub I supersede him because oh, I surpassed him because I've beating COVID for the third or fourth time. We still trying to figure out where, how many times I really had COVID. Jesus. I think it's four. I mean, I'm vaccinated up and everything. And I think I vaccinated before the second time I got it. And I still managed to get it. Yeah. COVID finds me sexy, man. I'm sexy to COVID. Okay. Well, okay. how you feeling? How you uh, feeling right now? Easily attainable. Oh, I'm, I'm when was the last time you've coughed? I need to know that right now. The last time I <laughs> coughed. Let's see. 30 days at September, April, June, and November. Um, maybe a few days ago. Maybe a few days ago? Yeah. Okay, well, I had this microphone with me, so. I had something stuck in my throat. You know, uh, there are so many things that could be said about that statement, but I won't. Why are I we here? Not. Why are we here today? Tell me why we're here, please. Well, 
I mean, we're here to discuss our, you know, our, our, our parenthood. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, again, I, I just defeated COVID. So I, you know, thank God for that once again. Um, and I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I appreciate the, the, you know, the, the father above for, um, overcoming that because it was Amen. bad. It was, it was pretty bad. At first, for the for the first maybe two or three days, I was I was down. I was gone. Mm. Um, it was you know fever, can't taste and smell shit, throat killing me, um, nauseous. Yeah, yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's such yeah. COVID is COVID is gay. Come on, man. COVID is so gay. Okay. <laughs> Um, the LBGTQIA people gonna fuck you up. Sure is. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna fucking show him where you at. <laughs> All right. So y'all ready to get down to business? Come on, man. What are we doing here, man? All right. The pause, father, pause. fatherhood. The father we want, we are versus the father we wanted to be. So what I mean by that is, you know, when you first have, when you're first having your kid and you're expecting. And it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta do this, and I gotta do that. I gotta, I gotta prepare, or I gotta make sure that my kid always has what they want, and never wants for anything. Or I gotta make sure that uh, either presence over presence, or discipline over everything. That type of that type of parent until you actually meet this person, mm-hmm. and this person changes your life you know, in, in any way that, that, that matters. And in, and, and you're like, you know what? I wanted to be this guy, but that face that put him, <laughs> it's changed, it's changed me. So, um, Deb, I guess I'll ask you first, did you have any expectations for yourself in regards uh-huh. to the father you wanted to be when you first found out? So the father I wanted to be was always there, always present, um, not working and being, um, and being around. You want to but be a housewife? Just, <laughs> I mean, said that. Oh, not just like, um, uh, like that on the couch anyway. Like be involved in shit. Um, and like first kid, like it was easy, right? Mm. Like I was always around. We did shit. Second kid got a little harder. Always around. They were spoiled. They got any and everything they want. Um, um, third kid, same shit. Um, mm. but now the only difference is I don't live with them anymore. Okay. But um, but honestly, um, but you still I, see I them on down. a regular basis, though. Yeah, every week. Right. Or any other time I feel like going over there. Um, but. Boundaries are important. Right. Right. But, um, yeah. So, um, I was sitting down. My mom was here this past weekend. So, um. That's what's up. Uh, Shout like, out to mom. She tried to put the battery in my back all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, don't take that. I'm like, mm. first up, mom, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Hopefully she's now, not listening to this podcast because that's going to get you slapped up. <laughs> Now, like, thankfully, like, um, she's come to respect me as a man. So, uh, right. if I tell her, hold on, 
like chill out. I got it. She'll give me the breathing room give to lie, deal right. with it. Right. Right. Wait, so you're saying when you're there when you're there with your kids, she'll be like, You gonna let them talk to you like that? You gonna let them punk you like that? Or she gonna catch you off the record kinda sort of on the on the side. Oh. So um so um I do this thing where we make French bread pizzas. Like we get a loaf of French bread, Mm. cut it, um, get the pasta sauce, throw some cheese on a couple toppings, and we put in toast out. Fire. What kind of toppings though? A pepperoni, <laughs> pepperoni. Okay, no mushrooms, no yellow nah. peppers. Nah. That's what I usually kids. Do. <laughs> no, I kid you, motherfucker. You lucky we got the French bread. I, I, right, they really wanted to veto that. Yeah, so um, we do that, and um, my oldest, he was making a pizza, and he dropped it on the floor. Oh boy! And at first, I got mad, but I was like, eh, fuck it, we got more. We got more bread, we got more sauce, Bye. we got more cheese. It's all good. Let's, let's clean it up. And at first, I yelled at him, right? And he got really upset. And he was like, Dad, don't yell at me. He started crying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, my mom's like, clean up. I'm like, I got this, Mom. And I Bye, was like, right. Gavin, before we clean up, I'm sorry I yelled at you. Um, I'm sorry. I... um. I like got a little angry, but it's all right. We're going to clean up. We're going to throw it out. We're going to make another one. And it's going to be even better. So, and go ahead. Huh? I'm sorry. No, no, I was going to say, and that gave me like uh, the feeling inside, right? So, you did, did you, did you decide to be that person because of his reaction? Or was like, is that the, is that what you expected of yourself? to be like when uh, you know when you first expected a kid were you like all right i don't want to scream at my kids i don't want to i don't want to give them beatings because we got to talk so, about beatings but yeah, we'll talk yeah, about yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. hold on yeah well, let's let's stay here we gotta yeah. so um sheesh I, yeah make me so, nervous to saying that word you, you guys know my mother right I so sure you do. know she'd she'd been all on my back about that <laughs> shit <Yeah>. right <laughs> but i said i would do better like be a better parent like in the sense of just talking through talking it through with them because yelling don't fix shit it's harder to hear it's harder to get your point across and it makes everyone upset so i make it a habit not to yell don't get me wrong do i yell yeah yeah you got to right but um (laughs) because um they don't understand, don't do that. But they understand, don't you fucking do that. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, no. Nah, but um, I try to, like, talk it out with them and, like, you know, like, let them come up with their own conclusion that it was stupid. Right. Which they do. They yeah. do. They figure it out. Like, yeah, that was kind of dumb. I did wild out right there. Right. Yeah. Oh. It's just giving them that breath to be like, yo. Let's think about this. What happened? What we did wrong? Man? Nothing. If nothing went wrong, why the pizza on the floor? <laughs> some some went wrong. So, cause you had your phone, right? Put your phone down. Now, question: From what um, you know, you can, or your you know your your earliest memories. I'm I'm guessing you know of your pops or whatever, or kind of the male figures that popped into your life and you know born and you know what i mean the the stand-up fella that he is and 
you know, how did that, well, did any of that play a role in what you initially thought that you were going to be as a father? And if, you know, and if so, you know, how did it or, or did it not, you know, play out that way? So, um, Loaded just question. being candid, <laughs> no, it didn't. Okay. Uh, in the sense that I knew I didn't want to be like mm. my father born because That's they were street dudes, right? Right. So I knew that I was going the college route and I was going to be a businessman and I was going to be like this and that and all of that. So, um, and that's no slight on them, right? Because no, no, no. E- even now, like, born, I'm just killing the talk, game right now. <laughs> we talk for killing hours and you just be like, yo, think about it this way. And he give me so much perspective. I appreciate it. Right. Um, and, um, Funny story, right? Um, Supreme had a documentary on Showtime, right? Or, nice one, too. Nas produced that one, correct? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, so on the third episode... Um, Mass Appeal, sorry. Kylie and his lady sent me a message, and they go, is that one? And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, and then I text <laughs> my mother. I'm like, who's in this picture? She goes... It's born Supreme and Kevin. I was like, <laughs> that's born. He goes, yeah, yeah that's born. I wow. was like, I, I don't picture. see it. I need to see that picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm gonna see if I find it. I'm gonna see if I find it. But um, so no, yeah. so all in all, you know, you well, maybe it did because right, it kind of told you what not uh, where you right where you know you it it helped clarify where you needed to go. Yeah. With the journey with so so many of us young brothers on the fence, right? On the fence of, you know, um, not being able to think for themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. Look, being able, because, okay, on the flip side, that same statement, you could have turned around and been like, yeah, it did, because um, that's all I knew. Right. And so many of us fall victim to, to the, it's all we knew when. We know that there's other things that, you know what I mean? We know that there's other choices yeah. out there. We know that there's other avenues and right. um, ways to move. So it's kind of, it's kind of interesting to kind of hear, you know, a person that, yeah, those were the male figures in his life, but he automatically kind of knew that that was not going to right. dictate um, his road and, and, and what he would lay forth for his children. So, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty dope, you know? Yeah. Um, as for myself, what were your expectations? Did you have any expectations for yourself? So like like my, my, my good friend Depp over there, I did not have male representation in my life as far as what to do or what not to do. Okay. Even, which was even a weirder thing. Because where, you know, Depp had the ability to be wise and go the other way from the figures that he was given... Right. I had no example at all mm-hmm. where it's kind of like I come to find out later that my dad was doing street activities and whatever the case is, but it wasn't of my knowledge to be smart enough to be like, Oh, well he's doing this. I don't want to do that. The dude just wasn't, you know what I mean? Where I needed him to be at the time. Right. Or anytime. So with that being said, I kind of leaned into what TV dads are. TV dads played a very, and that's, that's going to come in handy in our conversation a little later, mm-hmm. but TV dads played a role because the TV dad 
teaches how to ride the bike, right? It's a whole episode about it. Yeah. The TV dad's going to dress up like Santa and act like an asshole or a fool or whatever the case was, right? Right, right. It's gonna, they're going to have the, the episode where, you know, the kid's going through the crisis with the bully at school and their dad comes in and whatever. And those were things to me that initially were going to be my blueprint for having my first child, right? Mm. First child is a girl. And I could not live up to any of that the initial few years. <laughs> I had this big old plan. I'm going to be like this person on this episode and this person on this episode. And the first three years, I could not live up to it. The sleep, right. not getting sleep, you know, it finally is not about me. This is not about me at all. This whole right. picture's changed. Right. I want to go out here. I want to go out here. I want to do that. Totally not what I thought the TV dad would have did. It was the total opposite. Now, what helped spark a change for me was COVID. Okay. Because my job shut down and my daughter's school shut down and we were together. Right. I had to step up to the plates because there was nobody else to do it. Am I, I the only one that thought that COVID was like a great time? So I'm going to say this, right? It's hard to say that because of how many people were lost in the um, war. But I will say right. this. If you were a person like myself who was looking, searching, feeling like you were off balance, maybe that you were behind, maybe that there's things I want to get to that I just can't get to or, or your life vision just not in focus. Right. When COVID stopped everybody, right? Because for instance, right, me, I was just starting my radio journey. Right. Right. COVID slowed everybody down to my space, to my speed. Right. So it's what can we do within the parameters of not leaving your house? Right, right, right. Right. Whether yeah. you had the most money. Yeah. Right. You see Diddy and Khaled coming on with the gray hairs and the no yeah. lineups. You'd like everybody, yeah. no matter what you had. Yeah. Really was we all the same at that all point. the same at that moment, right? <laughs> and it allowed me, who was chasing a new journey, to get a hold of people that I probably never would have got a hold of because right. they were stuck at home like myself. Right, right, right. So when COVID happened, uh, my job went to remote, and I was, you know, dealing with the kids from home on a computer, and then she would be next to me doing her preschool online. Right, and we grew tremendously from there i grew tremendously from there um because all of the other distractions and things of that nature weren't there anymore right. it was just me and her i had to feed her i had to get her activities and take her out you know it was all on me now fast forward it played a real part on how now I deal with the first three years of my son's life. Now I'm way more advanced. involved and advanced. Yeah. As far as, as far as, um, his life is going. Right. So I can say the father that I wanted to be for the first few years successfully, I was not <laughs> far from it. Yeah. Very selfish, very, right. um, one sided, um, I wanted it to be my way and it wasn't, you know what I mean? Now some other life, some other, some other life way. things, yeah. some other real life things hit me at the same exact time. Okay. As life having, be life. You know, you're my guys, you know, 
you know, what happened. But with that time, mm-hmm. it made me stand up even, I had to stand up even more than, you know what I mean? Like, oh shit, right. this shit is all kind of, fall, you know, it's a possibility. It's, it could all, my whole, all my cards could fall apart right, right now. Um, so now, now that I have my son and I'm, I do my best to be the best that I can be. So I think my expectations up front, um, they did not work until like right now. And I got a hold of them now and I'm trying to be, mm. I am that successful TV dad. Now I mm. am, you know what I mean? Yeah. I went from not a chance not a chance, like the yeah. worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I would have been the, the fresh, you know, when when uh when Fresh Prince Pops came came back, you know yeah, what I mean? Lou. Yeah, Lou. yeah. <laughs> To now, um, I believe I am the most important figure in their space because of how much I occupy, how much time uh, and space and emotion I occupy, um, in their lives. So yeah, I think I'm, and it's you know, as you know, as the two of you know. It's a work in progress literally every day. Depp spoke on yeah. every fucking day. Um, yelling. Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up, right? Because over the last maybe month, month and a half, I've just been able to look at myself in the mirror and be like, yo, my nigga, you wild, son. You bugging. Yeah. <laughs> you mad loud, bro, for no reason. You don't you throwing a fit. You know what I'm saying? My daughter's like, oh, well, here comes Angry Dad again. Like, damn, like. Well, you fucking, you know, you you dropped the whole thing and broke it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but at the same time, what Deb says, like, they don't see that part. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, with, with, with that being said, Holly, you, you know, your situation is interesting because of, you know, you had a, you have to be a lot of things to a lot of people. Right? Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about, I guess, initially when you just, just having number one and being able to dictate this time and this young energy or what you could to, to, to number one, but then with the rest come now, how, you know, are you able to give the same to everybody? And you know, how, from, from the beginning, how does, how does it match up kind of now? Um, so when I was, when I was, you gotta remember I, I had my first kid, before I basically before I even stepped out of the high school realm and into the uh, adulthood of, you know, being in college, being, you know, uh, independence. Maybe I'll say that because you're not an adult. Right. Right. No, not really. No, you got some independence. You're still you're still a damn kid. So when I was like, 14, 15, I was like, yeah, I'm going to be the best dad ever. I'm going to have so many kids and blah, 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 and this and that. And then I had my first kid and I was like, oh shit, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. Um, so the only expectation that I had for myself was more to like, just to, just to be there, really just to be there. That's a lot of because it, right? It, it really is because. At the end of the day, I didn't have a job. I didn't even have school yet. Like I didn't even have like a degree that could get me a stable job to be able to take care of a kid. And um, you know, um in any case, I was I was just I was a kid trying to raise another kid. So my expectations that I had for myself when I was 15 dreaming about it 
once I once I was 18 and I actually had to do it, I was just like, yo, I just got to rock this little nigga to sleep. I got to give him his bottle when he needs his bottle. I got to change his diaper when he, when he needs his diaper changed. Um, and that's and that's it. Then by the time the second one came around, my second kid, my my daughter, my first daughter. I was a little more hip to it. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, okay, now I kind of know how to handle, you know, a, a, a you know a, a, a child, a baby, right? But I still wanted to be out in these streets, man. <laughs> I still wanted to be out in these streets. I was right. like, like you said, like yo, you were saying, like you were still a little selfish. It was like, yeah, I still want to kind of be out here fucking around and, 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 uh, and being me. Right. But you got to realize because at some point now, now, it's not. your second child was how old were you when you had your second child? I was 20. God. So yeah, you don't even know who you are yet. Really? Yeah. No, I still didn't yeah, have that I'm job. I'm 36. I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. <laughs> I still got a little bit of it. I still didn't have that job that I wanted. I still didn't have that, you know, the ability to spoil my kids. So for me coming up, it took, it took a village. Mm. It took the village. So to answer your question, by the time I got to now, it's like, yeah, I I do. I, I can hit, I handle them differently. I handle all of them differently. Oh, okay. Now, now that might be, is that another episode? Just might be. It might be. It might be. It might need to be another episode. But that's a beautiful, yeah. we got to definitely explore that. Do I, do I, do do Write that down, but, but we gotta explore that now. So wait, wait. Before we go on, I I want to touch on COVID and okay. like how it affected me, my okay. parenthood, oh, my yeah. life, definitely. And now, um, um, because Corey, you brought up a good point. Like we went from being out and about to being like locked in seclusion. Yeah, right. Yeah. So for me, like right before the world shut down, right, I went into my six figures job and quit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just yeah. walked in and said, I'm going home. They're like, that when you come back, I was like, never. Right. And I started a company and I like Yeah, no clue then, that was coming. <laughs> no clue that yeah, was about to happen. I was in the first year of business school. So I was working on MBA. I was starting a company. Then I had to be a full-time teacher. Then I had to cook meals and lunch and and breakfast and everything. And it was like, whoa, the world just started spinning. And and like secretly, my marriage was crumbling. But like, so for me, it was like a whirlwind. A lot happening, right? To your point, like... I got to learn so much about my kids. Yeah. About about their learning style, about um what they like to do, what they enjoy. Um, Whether you really and... like them or not. <laughs> <laughs> I love them with all my heart, man. Um but you can um, love them, they but you really, ain't gotta like them. They really um they really love math. So um we'll be sitting around like my apartment now even. They'd be like, Dad, give me a math problem. Everybody. And based wow. on their math, their math level, I'll throw a math problem at them. And they solve it. That's and crazy. Like, 
And I'm like, yo, that's amazing to me. But I remember, like, my second son, I told you how to spell your name. I okay. told you how to write your name. I know, crazy. I told you math with, like, learning blocks. Right? Yo, you know what I realized? These kids really become, like, little science projects. Like, it's literally what you put. Because, you know what? Before, okay. Holly's in the equity space right now with two... I would say three of his of his kids, he's in the equity phase, meaning those early values that you gave them, they're exercising them now, right? Yeah. Like he's coaching. Number one, he's coaching, right? It's 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 the equity part. You done poured into number one as much as you could for all them years till he got in that beautiful car on prom. Yeah. With the beautiful girl and went off, right? But, you, but that is where you hoped you got your values through. Yeah. When they walk out into the world, it's the things that you taught them that that they carry. Right. Right? Or that you did not show them will be apparent. It will be visible. Yeah. But you didn't tell the kid will be visible. Right. Fast forward, things are moving a little faster. So let's just say number two now. Might know more than you let on, you know, then you got a chance to even teach number one. They might know more already. Right. So it's in equity. Now, what I, I kind of want to double back to, Holly, as far as you, as because I, 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 we have to touch on it, is that you are the one. Yeah, pause. <laughs> yeah, I was out of, out of pocket for that one. But you are the only one in our, in, in this panel here, that actually did have a father that was on the ground with you right and mm -hmm. not only with you but with your brothers and sister and things of that nature to where you know i want to ask you a question when how would you say your parenting style compares or differs from the father that you was given um it I don't spoil my kids as much. <laughs> I can say that for sure. Sure did. Yeah. I was, I was a little more spoiled coming up where, with my a kids. A little? A little? I, well, a little more than them because they're still spoiled. As, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My kids are still spoiled as hell. Right. It's just that I, there's, there's times where they just, where they come to me and I'm just like, yo, I ain't got it. You got to figure it out on your own. I don't got it. My pops, my yeah, pops would have been like, Oh, take it. It's yours. Whole thing falling, but guess yeah. what? It's yours. It's, yeah. Just take it. You know what? No, me, I'd be like, I ain't got it. Um, I don't do I don't do I don't do the beatings. I don't do the whoopings. Yeah. Yeah. Um I don't do the I don't do the punishments as much as uh as my father did. Um my father was heavy on the punishments. Okay. He wasn't as heavy on the beatings as he was on the punishments, but we, we used to get beat when we were kids. Um, so I don't, um, there's also a level of, I'm not going to lie. There's a level of, uh, of, of independence that I give, that I gave my kids at an earlier age than my father gave to us. Okay. Okay. Because there was a there was a small gap between your older brother no not a small a 
relatively nice size gap between yeah. pause about seven years you and and your older brother yeah about right? seven years so your older brother is a special case because well I want to say that your you dad see. was a younger man. Saying he's retarded with him? No, because he was a younger man. <laughs> <with him>. What? <laughs> what? How old, how old would no, you say no. your dad was when he had? Uh, Mark. He was Mark, probably he was in his, probably in his twenties. Right. So they grew together. You yeah. dig what I'm saying? They grew together. Then he's a boy. You know what I mean? Mark was rough and tumble. It was kind of like you know what I mean? Yeah. With you guys, it was like I felt like was the new leaf. Maybe like it was. It was, the, it was like him once again. What do we say? We had our first one. We were like rough around the edges and trying to figure it out. And right. Just like Loke, you know, can say that when he's around us, it's like he's Loke's the my one oldest for those who are. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if you want to knife it, but I, I call no, myself last night. But Loke is the one who saw us doing the things that we maybe necessarily weren't really supposed to be doing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He saw my yep. bad habits. He saw, he saw more than he was supposed to kind of see. Yeah. Same way probably with your older brothers. But so now when you come around, it's the, all right, you know, I, I got it right. I'm figuring it out. Same thing with me and my son. You with, you know, your um, so final. I have a quick random story about Lowe, right? Okay. He had to be about three. Illis. And, and I have pulled up at maybe four or five, five maybe. I pulled up at your house. And um, I was like, "Lo, you want to get something to eat? You want to used to love KFC, yeah, right?" So I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, sure, let's go to KFC." He goes, oh, "Hold on, real quick." He went in the house and said, "I'm going to KFC with my friend Deb. I'll be right back." <laughs> and I was like, "Keandre, that is not the way you say that." Um, you. <laughs> You and I both will go inside now and talk to you, your grandpa. <laughs> okay? Because it's cool. I was like, nah, trust me. I just want to make sure. But what's, what's, what's so crazy about that, um, you know, it's like you having, having a blueprint, essentially. Yeah. Right? And, you know, how you basically based, you know, your, your style off of that. Yeah. So now... Um, which is interesting is we know that like for instance, me and Depp, right? Like our mothers played that role. Right. Right. And my older brother ended up stepping in and being the one I hated to see coming. Like when I got too big to slap, it was like, all right, now I'm gonna just send this dude over there, you know? Yeah. Cause my brother is a lot older than me. Like, you know, Holly's first brother is, and it's like, ah, you know, he ended up playing like me and him just getting it together now because it's like, yo, bro, you were, you were annoying as fuck when I was coming up. I hated yeah. you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You I were really, a tyrant. You were a tyrant, bro. Like, cause you only came when shit needed to be disciplined. You know what I mean? Like, cause he was grown and off doing grown man things. And just, right. when I see him yeah. coming down a block, I'm like, oh God, I'm in trouble. Like, all right, let me, you know, hurry up and get out of here. So, but those are all things I think that, um, it's interesting, man, how they all, you know, shaped us. Right. Um, so life is interesting, right? Because, um, we look back at the moments that we hated at the time and we can see the foundation How necessary, right, the, right. Bit, the molding of us as men. Um, I can recall many a times like my mom came down hard on me and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. But now as a man, I understand. Needed every bit of that. Yeah. 
every bit of it. And I still did yeah. knucklehead shit. I still need it. Literally. I'm still trying. I can still use a little bit of guidance. I ain't yeah. fully I ain't fully there yet. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I ain't there yet. I listen, I are got there, a, uh, Are there any jewels or anything that you pass down from from your upbringing to your kids? What you got, Deb? I'm trying to think a hard head making so fast. Or anything, anything, yeah, or anything that you didn't that you didn't want to. Either or. Or both. Well well now I talk to my kids more. Right. Right, right, right. right. And I and I give them an opinion. I always laugh and joke and say this that I didn't have an opinion until I was twenty two. Nobody cared a fuck about what I thought (laughs) until I was broke. Right, right. Uh, Or now, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't really care what you wanted to do, little man. But I want you to feel like you're hurt. I'm, I listen. But if I told you, stay on the goddamn sidewalk, right. you want to stay on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. You're not. You're I, not gonna learn that lesson outside. But I think. Right? I, I think one thing before. Right. before yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what he said there is important when it comes to giving them opinion. An opinion. Yeah. Why? Because their knowledge bank is larger than our knowledge bank was. That's true. Uh-huh. Right? Like, we almost have to get out in front of the world's knowledge that's going to be presented to, to them. Yeah. Because they're not going... It's going to... They're going to get To be honest away. with you, yeah. <clears throat> to be honest with you, a lot of what your kids learn have nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's way out of your hands. Like once you, true. once they leave you, yeah, and they go. Like for instance, I think about my daughter. She goes to dance. She goes to karate. She goes to all of these different things, lacrosse camps, and whatever the case was. There's a lot of talk being spoken that is not in our household, outside of our household. Maybe right. she heard that before. Maybe she never heard that before. Right. Right. And as the time goes on, on and on, like, you know, you think about your oldest kid and now even you that cause you know, you you have, you guys have kids that are older than where I'm at and the phase that I'm in. There's things that you might've ho- hoped to, you know, they didn't run into. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And this, um, this, this, I said, did I tell you guys that a little kid called my son a nigga? No. Yeah. Welcome to the world, young man. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like, this is not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of him and his parents. Right. Like, they are ignorant to use that word to try and hurt people. Yeah. That's, um, that's part of the reason why I, I think it's important to, um, to let them be heard because, you know, let them share their opinion and, and, and give them, give them a little, a little, uh, uh, give them a voice, you know, with it, with you, when you're sitting and speaking to them, because that's certain stuff that may not be shared, that might not have been shared with, you know, from us to our parents. Uh, when mm-hmm. we, when we were coming up, we might not have went home to be like, uh, some, some white boy called me a nigga. Because it's something you probably, you know, uh, us at our ages might have eternal at those ages might have internalized. Yeah, we might have just started scrapping right up the rip and, you know, dealt with the aftermath after. Yeah. <laughs> um, where 
now when you give your kids the 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 opportunity to speak and to share how they feel they'll come to you i think and i think that's important that we may not have gotten it at our ages that they'll come to us they'll come to us before they decide to act on instinct yeah which is something that we might not have done well i know no, we i have think i might have reacted yeah i might have at our ages happened, listen the same it's, it's, it's funny you say that because the same thing happened how and what is he like nine no Ten? Nah, he's not. Nine. He'll be ten in October. Interesting. Somehow. The Somewhere. same thing uh-huh. happened to me when I was nine years old mm. at a new school. Kid right. called me the same thing. I reacted. Right. And dealt with it outright. And then my right. mother had to come in and patch everything up. You know what I'm saying? And then right. Tell me after. Okay, well, you know, this is the world that we live in and this is how it's going to go. You know, I understand it made you angry and yada, 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 but you, but you can, but it was after the fact already after that, I had already, you know, I guess the goal is what you're saying. Like be able to be in front of a lot of the issues and be a voice that can help make good decisions or great decisions down the, down the stretch. Cause this, this shit is so cold. Right. This world so- is so cold. So, um, to your point about um, exposure to things earlier, right? My older son watches Blackish. Oh, yeah. Okay. So does mine. I mean, and my I'm oldest, like, my, my, my youngest son. Watches yeah, Black-ish. he's like three years older than my oldest. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, and I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in Blackish that if you want to talk, Let's talk about it with me and your mom, just me, right. or just me, I'll you and your mom. Right. Like, um, you might have questions, and I'm here for you. Yeah. Like, anything you want to know, um, trust me. If you saw it on the show, I done fucking did it. Now, yeah. what's, what's interesting about that, Deb, I want to bring that into perspective a little bit before we go too far. Like, you know that he's watching the show. Mm-hmm. And I know my kid watches Shows that are like a little in front of them intellectually. Right, right. Right. And I wonder, do we spend the time clarifying what these things were that you saw? Or spend so, the time stopping them from watching these That's a good things? question. That's a good question. So if you stop them from watching it, they will watch it. They'll find it, right? They'll find it anyway, right? Yeah. Um, so the, um, what was that last weekend? I was sitting down, right, reading, and he was just cracking up, laughing, laughing. I'm like, Gavin, what are you watching? That's so funny. He goes, oh, the new Kevin Hart stand-up. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was that like, was a good time to pull a plug. Yeah. I was like, nope, you shouldn't watch that. You're not old enough. Yeah. And, um, like, the fact that he's even laughing is like, well, what do you understand? What did you understand? What did you get out of this that made it funny for you? Yeah. At your age. Um, right. I, th- I found it funny, but. Um, yeah. Right. But you know. I have, li- I have yeah. life experience. Right. Right. But I'm like, hey, like, um, so if he watched it, I can't make him unwatch it. Let's talk about it. Right. But now what's interesting right. is how much. How much? To, how, no, the how point? much? But how much we watched? We watched way 
I don't think so. I don't think oh, we watched way more. I did. You I didn't. I, this I nigga over I here did. showed me the Players Club in the fifth grade. I know. I <laughs> did. See, but I think, I think it's I. I think that. See, I think there was a. First of all, I think there's a line between your question. There's a line between okay. what you can let them get away with and what you need to put a stop to before, you know, they get they get how, exposed to how too much. How much to explain versus how much right. to stop. Right. Okay. Now, I do think that they're exposed to way more than we are now. Now, get oh, it. Yeah. I get it. The Players Club in, in the fifth grade is is is, uh, is yeah, it was wild. It's a little crazy. It was wild. But thank you, great Corey movie. Poole. Great movie. And it was a great movie. <laughs> no, it's not. No. But <laughs> but at the same time, that the Players Club would would have probably been the limit. And it was like seventh or eighth grade. Relax, all right. right. It wasn't fifth grade. It was it was like right. seventh grade. You we might, were in middle school. We were in middle. School. We were in middle school. Relax. Don't make we me might, seem like a tyrant. But. We might walk away from the, our kids while they're watching YouTube for twenty minutes. You come back and they know a whole new yeah. Some other they shit have a whole happened. new language some of things that they that they speak. Minutes. Yeah, and, and and just doing things that. I started seeing it in my five-year-old. I, I could see that the YouTube, she's picking up certain shit on YouTube where it's like, all right, you're getting a little ahead of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, first yeah. of all, the, yeah. this, this speed. Which is another topic that I want to speak on. Write eventually. that, write that down. Guys. Write it, yeah. write it all down. So, yeah, we, yeah. We're taking Can I ask you guys a really quick question off script? Sure. Of course. What's one thing that you guys have learned that is stupid, but you believe? So I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. So um, in the fifth or sixth grade, somebody told me a vagina has three holes in it. Oh, God. What has three holes in it? A vagina has three holes in it? A vagina has three holes? (laughs) Well, it went off there close. You know what I mean? They they had had to to sort of right. (laughs) No, no, no. No, no, no. But three holes that you can penetrate. Oh man! Oh goodness yeah, gracious! Terrible and I was advice. like, "What? Only one, but only one." Taking like advice from Virgin. He said it so confidently, I believed it, and that was it. Until Let I me tell you something. One thing didn't buzz it. One thing I thought was that my mother was always right. She's fucking wrong a lot. She's <laughs> wrong a whole fucking lot. Like, woman, I see why you are. Yeah, because you wrong right now. When you yo. So that's one thing I fucked around and believed that my I, mama was right all the time. Her I ass never, was not. I never ate seeds from like from fruits, from uh, from seeded fruits. <laughs> so it was gonna grow in your belly because paws. I thought it was gonna grow in my belly. Get you pregnant? Like and, the rug yeah, rat type I of thought toe? I was gonna get pregnant with a with a with a watermelon <laughs> with a pear. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's oh, crazy. Man. So so clearly, you guys have like um, wholesome things you learned. Me, I'm like, I learned there was three holes in a pussy. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Um, but I, I do, I do want to say this, right? Like, to kind of bring the whole thing full circle. It's like, all right, where do you see, or how do you see, what do you plan on your fatherhood journey looking like now? Because see, Holly is the only one of us that has a grown up, mm-hmm. right? You've yeah. You've managed to reach the finish line once. Yeah. I mean, you know, as a father, you'll always be you're always responsible. Gonna be a parent. Right. Yeah. But, but what I mean is, like, you have one person cross the line where they're not in your house 
at right. this specific moment. Right. And you're not chasing them down because they're missing. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I, I kind of want to know, you know, what are some goals? I'm going to start with Deb. What kind of goals do you have uh, for being a father, you know, going forward? So, um, one thing I, I want to take the time to teach him is about money. <laughs> Right, Smart because man. like I've squandered so much money over the years. Yeah, but Absolutely. I want to teach them like what the value of a dollar is, Absolutely. how you grow it, and what it means to earn it. Fiscal right? responsibility. Yeah. So um, that is a big thing for me as a father. Also, yeah. being able to teach them like ten to two man teller moments, right? Like. <laughs> Or that Mr. Vini, right? George Vini, like, yeah. Come sit down. We'll have five side chats, and I will tell you a little bit something about life that can right. help you grow. Yeah. Right. That confidence that is, space. Yeah, that is um the like the like like the awesomeness of fatherhood to me is being able to give them something, like so seeing them watch you grow. And then have them take it to the next level. Yeah. So um, my oldest, when I first told him I was a CEO, he was like, my dad is a boss. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, he goes, so you own your own company and people pay you? I'm like, yes, that's the case. Right. Um, I want people to pay me more money. <laughs> but yeah, but yes. Um. If I don't go and get it, it don't get got, brother. Right. But wow. I'm teaching them that because, like, if you watch, like, our white counterparts, they learn that early. Yeah. And and white people play offense. Black people right. play defense. Right, right. Be more on the offensive side than the defensive side. Yeah. Yeah. So Is, I want to teach them how to play offense. Is there anything you would change? that you saw in yourself before that you would, uh, that you would, uh, do differently. That you so, would like to um, differently. the no yelling thing is new. Right. I really would have wished I would have never gotten the habit of yelling. Yeah. Cursing. True that. True that. Like if I could take that back, I would. Right. But clocks don't go backwards. Here we are. <laughs> they sure don't. Yeah. So, um, going forward, I want to teach them how to be men, right? Or even my daughter, like how to, um, what a respectful man looks like and what mm. a man who cares and appreciates you. And, and that's example. That's leading by example in that space. Right. Yeah. Right. So like um, we do morning affirmations when I have to get, mm, right? Okay. But um, I always tell my daughter she's smart intelligent first before I tell her she's beautiful. Uh right. Because I never want her to be to defined be by beauty. beauty. Yeah. yeah. Or or that to be her bottom dollar. Right. Well, I mean, it depends. Girls girls bottom dollar can always they can always use beauty as their, you know, as their ticket. To Shaking that something. ass on the pole. <laughs> if it all fails, baby girl. Woo! 
I'll knock down lunch ladies before I let my daughter come in. <laughs> no, what's 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 crazy, um for myself, right? I wanna like sunk costs is something that I want my kids to have a knowledge of. Spilled this the whole thing about spilled milk. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. The problem with me is nobody taught me how to deal with spilled milk, like harpering over things that didn't go the way I wanted them to go. Right. Um, you know, when you, you don't have the knowledge about certain things and it, they, they, you know, your life takes a turn, but you stay there, you're stuck there. Um, I want my kids to kind of know that it's okay. Everything is, first of all, it's all okay. Right. right? Like this pressure that we all have to be the most beautiful, to be the smartest, to be the richest, to be all of these things. It's nothing means nothing. Right. Because I tell you right now, a Rolex watch only means something to those who do not have Rolex watches. Right. And what we tend to do as black folks is have a a want to one up, be one up, be, you know, a little more than the next person. Right. But you will never be, I mean, listen, I mean, I'm all for confidence and everything like that. And I, yeah, you could be whatever you want to be, whatever case, but even if you became an astronaut, you're not the first, you're not the last astronaut. You're not the richest astronaut. You're not the first black one. You know what I'm saying? I don't even think you're the first. You're not the first female one. So so my my point is, is whatever you love, right? Let's figure out. Let's spend your formative years thinking about what you love, what you like to do. And trust me, when we find out what you love and what you like, right, when it comes to college time, let's see if we can get you the formative education behind what you love. Right. Right. I was walked to five towns college at 18 years old, 17 uh, years old. Yeah. yeah. And this lady told me, you need to go here because they're doing audio. They're doing this. Your grades are here. And I'm like, I ain't no chicks here. Ain't no nothing. Here ain't no parties. Ain't no nothing. Right. You know what I mean? There's a bunch of nerds playing with computers all day. This is whack. And now all these years later, I'm back there trying to get right with them nerds. Whoever them yeah. nerds are, they're the bosses now. They the, so I just... Nerds run the world. Yeah, so I, I think of the remainder of my parenting journey just being like, um, it's a project. This is a, this is a journey. This is a marathon. If you're lucky yeah. enough, if God blesses you long enough to make it a marathon, this is a marathon. And um, more than trying to one-up or be the best... It's a good thing to me to double down on the things that you really like to do. Right. If my kid happens to just want to spend hours in his room drawing comics, well, guess what? There is a let's find a way to capitalize on that. Or, or even if not to capitalize, to let you know that there is a future in kind of what it is that you're right. that you're doing. Right. Um, I think a lot of our age group we 
we thought of really short sighted. Like we didn't see, yeah. we didn't see far. Yeah. We didn't see our thirties. And okay, when I get to my thirties, I could be doing this. When I get to my forties, yeah. like, we were so short sighted. And some I, of us couldn't see past the. I want my kids to be a little past bit the hood. right. I want my kids to be a little more very, um, more, very much local forecast forecasty. Yeah, it's totally not a word. Yeah, but I made it a word. A yeah. little bit more forecasty than we yeah. were, you know, not seeing past the noses. Yeah, on our face, Hollywood. Hollywood. What about you? What do you? What do you think? What do you think? Um, going. You know, like I said, you got. See, once again, we have to reiterate right. that you are one person who got a child to the Greek. Right. 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 So I want to know now that you've got one to the Greek, and now you're approaching two, three, and 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 four. What? Yeah. What are your goals and plans as far as fatherhood is concerned that will, you know, take your kids into the into the future? My initial plan is just like I got with just like I did with the first one, get them all out of my house. <laughs> get out. Get out. That is the first thing I want is to get out. Let's figure out how to get you out of here. Um, no, but I, I think I think it's a, a little bit of a mix of blend of both of your answers. I kind of wanna, kind of wanna direct them to where. See, all right. So here's here's one thing. When it comes to when it comes to dreams, what you dream about, and what you want to do. I want my kids to figure that out on their own. Okay. Because my job is to invest in the dreamer. Uh, not the dream, not the dream. And there's, oh, there's that's, a, there's that's a reason. Pretty profound, that's bro. pretty profound, bro. Just write that down somewhere. I'm invested in the dreamer because if the dream doesn't work out, I'm responsible for your response to that in life. Okay. Because sometimes when a dream doesn't work out for you, you turn on the world you don't see the other options. Mm -hmm. You don't see in yourself what else could be out there for you. Right. So my investment is in the person who is actually dreaming. And that's been, that's been my thing for a while now, especially, especially watching my oldest become a man and everything. And then at the same time, I want to be kind of like, the play chess, the sensei mm. type of person, because mm. whatever they come with, whatever my kids come with, especially my boys, I done been there and done that. Right. There's nothing, there's nothing really that they're going to go through in life that I can be like, I haven't been through. I've been through the broken up family. Cause they, cause they, I've had, you mm -hmm. know, kids cause my kids are, uh, don't have the same mothers. Uh, not, not all of them. So I know the broken family. I know, the, I uh, you know I know the experience of dealing with women. I know the experience of dealing with 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 friends. I've been there, so I kind of want to be the sensei to their to their path of decision making of helping them make their decisions. But um, and I do I do want to help them fulfill their dreams, and I'll be there for them. But at the end of the day, I'm invested in the dreamer because I've also been the person who falls apart when, when the goal isn't accomplished mm. and I need my parents there and they weren't there the way I needed them to be. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So that's really my perspective on, on my goals as far as, because my son, my oldest is still in the position of filling a dream. Yeah. Young man still. Right. Imagine if you woke up that age, you'd be like, whoo. Right. <laughs> quit. <laughs> I right. quit. Quit the job. Yep. I just to do. Yep. So, <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, that's basically the way I, I look at it. And, and if it's anything, I can't really say I regret anything besides, um, I can't really say I have any, any regrets on what, how I would parent my kids. Not that I've done a perfect job, but, um, but I think I, I think if it's anything that I, that I regret is the, is the, the, maybe like you said, depth of scream, like the anger. Yeah. Getting that in check. Right. Because I, yeah, I, I would definitely, I definitely in certain cases, there's been the case or two where I've had to apologize to my kids for riffing on them about something yeah. that they may not have may not have been really their fault, but because I know their, their nature sometimes. So like, what's, what's interesting is that there's three of us here and yeah. the three of us are, um, all conscious about that. Yeah. All conscious about that one thing. Yeah. And that's because, listen, I'm not gonna lie. It may have took yelling and screaming to get us to do what we needed to do. Yeah. I think it's necessary. You dig what I'm saying? I'm even, the time we came up in nineties and shit like that, you know, we coming out. Remember we're coming out of the, the wild eighties. Right. We're coming out of like, crack was a hell of a thing. <laughs> yeah. So we coming out of a time where, you know, you know, Not that our crack parents put are prom crackhead. Queens on knees. You heard what, you heard what, uh, bank said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I think maybe also to our parents, are the radicals, right? It was a radical time. Right. It's the flip side of the civil rights movement. Right? Now, yeah. you know, Deb, your mom is a smidgen younger than like our parents, but yeah. same thing. They're coming out of the flip side of what the civil rights movement was coming out of. My mother is coming out of literally off the heels of the civil rights movement. So, right. you know, they're looking at us as like, yo, y'all motherfuckers better get it together. It's crazy out here. You know, they don't want us to win. You know what I mean? They trying to keep us down. Yeah. So they had to be more, way more assertive and aggressive in their approach because us as young black men and think about it, fellas. We come from a time where we lost a lot of soldiers. We, we lost a lot. Our age group lost a lot of soldiers. Now, like my older brother his age group took a night, took a real, real hit. Right. But we took a large loss as far as people who did not make it um, out of those tough times. So it's just, it's just, it's so dope to know that the three of us kind of all figured that the same thing. Control, so I, have really, I have really close friends that I lost to like gun violence and right. queen. Right. Mm. So I know kind of the the reality of um having to be uh, like harsh like a little bit on yeah, you, you yeah, know of shit just being real like one day you see him one day you never see him again. Yeah. Why well, it sounds like some solid goals we got guys we're going to work on that man and, uh, yeah. I think those are you know dope pointers for the audience and you know if we missing something guys if y'all hear something that we might be missing 
you know, please share because we want to be the best. I want to be the best. Yeah. I want to be the best. That Like, that's, I just want to kind of leave with this. Well, not even leave, but I kind of want to finish with this one thought, right? Yeah. So, you know, we spoke a lot about, you know, our parents and our upbringing. And I remember my mom one day showed me all this stuff that, like, she had accomplished or was aiming to accomplish. Mm-hmm all of these goals and ambitions that she had in her brain that she was going to finish and accomplish. Right. And a lot of it was incomplete. Okay. It didn't, it didn't, you know, turn, you know, it didn't, it didn't turn a leaf. And I asked her one day, I said, damn, I like, you know, I don't mean to be rude or nothing to, you know, sound cold, but you don't never like regret it sometimes. Like, and she looked at me and she said, at one point I did. Mm-hmm. And then over time I realized my only job was to put you in the world. Mm-hmm. And you would be the stone that would make my life worth living. Right. And I think about that a lot when it comes to what we spoke about. The things that we put in our children's head. Right. right. I want to be the biggest radio personality in the world. I want to do that. I want to be great. I want to be amazing. I want to write articles. I want to do a lot of shit. Right. But sometimes I think maybe my job was to make sure that my kids, my only, my real goal in life is to let, is to put them up a level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. That's, um, that's an amazing point. And, um, and it's kind of conflicting because it's almost like, it well, is. are you, are you giving, <laughs> are you giving up on you? Cause you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want to give up on you because just, because, because part of you was like, I know I got this, but at the same time, this person, you're making these way people, for a whole new person coming yeah, through. Yeah. Yeah. Time, resources, and money yeah. is like going to getting these young people to the next level, which is already different from the starting point in which we started from. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. my daughter, her whole life is like mapped out. She's got this, she's going to this and this is paid for. And she's going to here and she's going to trips here and this thing here and whatever. My mother literally just opened the door and was like, bro, just come back at this time. Food is going to be here. Yeah. You need to eat. So come back at this time. Oh, you stink. Go shower. Like it was very like, oh, you want to play basketball? Really? Where, who I got to speak to? Coach such and such? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, give me the number. That's and not um, going on. Meanwhile, we go, listen, uh, Kenzie, it's uh, this. You got to be here at this time. And you got karate these two days. Yeah. My just literally just followed. We were almost raising ourselves to a degree. Yeah. That's, that's, you know what I'm saying? They would just the, react. So, so maybe, I don't, I don't mean, sorry, I don't mean to cut everybody off, but maybe us as parents now are the proactive versus the reactive. I think a yeah. lot of parents, mm-hmm. parents of us people our age were reactive. Yeah. Reacting to the things that we did, the things that we seen, the things that we wanted to do, they were reacting to it and trying to catch up to it while we we're like ahead of, you're going to do this because this works on your language skills. Yeah. So you're going to read these books yep. and you know, and I think it might not be a bad thing, but it's something that 
knowing that, guys, and we're speaking to you out there raising kids like us, it's a lot on you. It's a lot on your shoulders, right? Yeah. It's a proactive space, and the goal is to um, set them up with, like, Deb talking about money. Uh, my mother never told me about money except kind of what not to do with it. Yeah. No offense. Love you, Terry. You know, you're my girl. But, you know, I mean, yeah, she never told me what an IRA was or right, what right. a 401k could be right, or right, what, right, you know, right. having the proper medical insurance and how much comes out and, you know, so on and so on and so forth. Yeah. Right. And now yeah. that made a good point with that. Right. Teaching your kids about money a little and bit, how, a little bit about the change, how money works. Yeah. And I think, I think the, the understanding is that like I was, like I was saying before, like we kind of, we kind of thought more locally where we, where our kids have more of an opportunity to think more worldwide. Yes. And more nation, you know, more, more globally. Proactive people, proactive. Right. Right. Well, I mean, to sum things up about that, uh, to answer the question why nobody cares about Father's Day is that, you know, we bust our asses and we change our lives for, uh, you know, things like macaroni necklaces and, and schoolmate cards. Right. Uh, for ungrateful, whiny, and needy kids. <laughs> uh, so, uh, spoiled. Yeah, a little bit, a little Entitled. Something. So, um, what I really feel like, um, right now, it feels like that, right? Like, right. you know, Y'all take anything for granted, you spoil your ass. But one day there will be adults and they'll realize. And they'll be that like, ah, I remember. Dad did everything yeah. he cooked for me. Right. Okay. Um, and that's the moment I'm waiting for. It's yeah, a long way out. Get there. Yeah, we got yeah. some time. I think yeah. at this point we've um we've gone over the, the time frame. We so sure have. We can we can come back to the challenge maybe next episode okay yeah we can do that you want to lead it off there or just make yeah sure because get... i had i had a whole idea how i wanted to set it up and and i'm not now i'm not even prepared for it now <laughs> <laughs> all so, right we're gonna get well, it we're gonna get it ready for next time all right so everybody um thank you for listening uh this was a great conversation yeah and um give them your drop step go ahead you can find me on instagram twitter at DEP underscore sense. I'm there posting silly shit and uh, my thoughts. Come out at me. And lady, you slide my DMs, you know what I'm saying? I'd be like Drake, I was getting back to you based on your bra size. Um, Cole, what you got? Oh, man. Uh, listen, uh, Corey Cool, uh, Cool University on social media. I'm on the voice of NCC 90.3 every Thursday, 9 to 10 p.m. Play a cool show. We rocking out, man. I got jams, genres, biggest stories. You know how we do. I got my guys, D Cigars and Whiskey Podcast. They release their new episodes every Tuesday on all your favorite podcasting platforms. I'm just there to press record. Uh, shout out to a couple of things. Number one, I want to give a quick shout out to Music Industry Long Island. They are a nice um, online magazine platform. I've written a few articles for them. And um, we're going to do some more work coming down the stretch. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to my guy, Five, man. Five Arino, man. Joel, 
uh, celebrated a birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, father. Um, you know, so yes, my, yes. my guy's a father and himself. We're going to have him come talk to you guys one of these days. Definitely. Celebrated a big birthday. So happy for that guy. Got his beautiful wife, got his kids together. Um, you know, uh, very inspirational for me going forward. And um, yeah, my, I, I got another little project that I'm thinking about really pulling the trigger on, but I'm going to let you guys know as it goes forward so uh yeah same time same place next week man all right hollywood yeah man i-t-z-h-o-l-l-e on all social media platforms that is facebook instagram and x <laughs> yeah i know uh, i'm a threads guy now you try threads uh, uh <laughs> i haven't uh, but i've never did like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. threads 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 guy i'm sorry i'm gonna try i'm gonna try it out but um yeah uh, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in and listening, and um, we uh, also appreciate your, fav- your feedback, rate, and review on um, Apple Podcasts and uh, Spotify, anywhere, and uh, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast. And um, yeah, man, we'll be back for another fresh episode of Nobody Cares About Father's Day. Thank you for listening. Good night. We out. Peace.